0: Now, on Bloomberg Radio, we take stock of healthcare. The issue of drug pricing has been at the forefront, certainly in the political realm, for the last few months. We're living in a very special time in the history of the pharmaceutical industry.
1: Only 3% of all biotechs that start actually get a drug approved. It's a very hard thing to do.
0: Bloomberg taking stock. Healthcare in focus. On Bloomberg Radio.
2: Well, the spotlight is certainly shining hard on Mylan today under fire for pricing its EpiPen emergency allergy shots at $600. Introducing, it says, a generic version that will have the price. This is the second move in less than a week to respond to very intense criticism after its offer of assistance programs to help patients cover out-of-pocket expenses was blasted as a mere press relations fix by several U.S. lawmakers. Joining us now for What Is on. going on and what is going to happen next for the EpiPen and certainly for Mylan is Liz Crudaholo. She's a specialty pharma and biotech analyst at Bloomberg Intelligence joining me here in our New York studios. Liz, welcome back. Thanks. So for somebody who hasn't been following this story, it is just a delicious one. It could be an episode (laughs) on, you know, some uh, great uh, Netflix series, right? A big drug company lobbies Congress. Uh, The head of the company, by the way, the daughter of a very powerful uh, congressman now, uh, and they get it, the schools have to carry these EpiPens, and the government's gonna help them pay for them, and then she boots the price up.
1: It's sort of a genius marketing experiment. So, essentially, what they've done is they've created this idea that if your child has an allergy, you want an EpiPen on you at all times. So, not only is the parent going to carry the EpiPen, but now you also want one in the school. So, you buy it in this two pack. And most schools, you have to keep the two-pack together so that the package is labeled. So most patients essentially are going to be buying two of these, right, two two two-packs. So it's a genius marketing experiment in that sense that you've got this fear of you don't want to be anywhere without your EpiPen. On top of that, they then raise the price. And a few things allowed them to do that. So one is that we have a generic that was filed with FDA from Teva. It wasn't approved. That will be delayed until 2017. So now we've got no generic competition. Everyone knows EpiPen by name, right? There's this branding quality. That's the
2: almost thing. It's like Google becomes a term. EpiPen exactly. is what describes this kind of device. You
1: see it in TV. People yeah. say, run, get an EpiPen, right? right. It's not an epinephrine shot, right? It's EpiPen. <laughs> right. And so the other thing is that they had a somewhat competitor in Sanofi's Avicu, and that was recalled last year. So they've had this perfect storm where they were able to increase the price, which drew all of this scrutiny. Uh, At the same time, I feel like the story really draws attention to the fact that drug companies do not get every single dollar of that price increase. So if you look at the EpiPen example, there is this middleman situation. So while the list price was $608 for each prescription, Mylon really only saw $274 of that. The rest went to the middlemen. So that that really brings to light the the true situation with our healthcare system.
2: And who should be dealing with that? Is is the federal government not doing anything about? I mean, but I guess if I'm a middle man, if I'm a woman along that chain of suppliers, I'm saying I got to make money too. Exactly. So hey, grow up,
1: face reality. And that's the exact situation here. Everybody's saying, well, how am I supposed to make money off of this? And so the decision today was even more genius in terms of. Or, you know, a PR situation where they said, look, we understand that people are saying, why not lower the price? And the decision last week on coupons really only applied to people with commercial insurance. So Medicare and Medicaid could not benefit from that. So there was the government aspect as well. By introducing a generic today, they're really cutting out that middleman. And so at the end of the day on the Mylon impact, really nothing.
2: So the stock price is up a little bit today when you look at the fundamentals for Mylon now. And this is this is obviously a very big story, but mm-hmm. how are they positioned now to put this behind them and move ahead? And if they do, then what are investors looking at or what should they be looking at?
1: Well, I think it was an extremely smart decision just come out and address it. So we've seen several companies in the past year who have faced similar congressional probes and pushback, and they've really tried to say, look, you know, we invest in R&D, drug making is an expensive practice, and they haven't really just come out and addressed it. So I think that addressing it head-on was a very smart decision from an image perspective and just eliminating any overhang on the stock. And then secondly is that they've been moving away from EpiPen. So EpiPen right now is about 10% of revenue. They've been expecting that a generic was coming from Teva, and this new generic Essentially blocks generic competition and allows them to focus on their core strength, which is really their generic division.
2: And what are the what should we be watching there? What's next, or what what is what what, do you think, what step could they take that would say, okay, time to buy some more of this stock?
1: So the biggest thing to be looking for when they report next quarter will be the integration of their newly acquired Meta division and how well they've been able to integrate and how much that's been thwarting the whole drug pricing pressure on the generic side.
2: Liz Cortajolo, thank you so very much. Fascinating. What a fun story to cover. Always fun. Always fun. Fascinating. Big Pharma and more from our own Liz Cortajolo. She is with Bloomberg Intelligence right here in New York City. Specialty Pharma and Biotech Analyst she is. Thanks so much to Liz. Well, some news. We say rest in peace now to Gene Wilder, star of Willy Wonka, so many Mel Brooks comedies. He's dead at the age of 83, according to his family. And, of course, we send them all our sympathies and just terrific memories and laughs of Gene Wilder. This is Taking Stock on
0: Bloomberg Radio. I'm Kathleen Hayes. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun from May 14th to 16th,